Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, the productivity podcast about getting things done and hopefully feeling good about all of that. My name is Rosemary Orchard and I'm joined as always by Scotty Jackson. Hey Scotty, how are you today? Uh, I am also trying to feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Varying degrees of success. uh, Yes. Or or not. Yeah. You know. Everybody has moments of feeling great and not feeling so great. And if listening to our podcast makes you feel great, then you could actually support us if you want to over at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. But in the meantime, what I want to talk about, Scotty, is defining failure. Because mm. I've seen a lot of people recently talking about how they failed things. You know, I failed my five-year goals. Uh, I failed, you know, to do this thing. I'm failing this, failing that. I'm failing at my own things as well. Um, and I wanted to take a look at it because sometimes failure is just, you know, failure. That's it. You know, you you didn't complete your 5k run, you ran 4.5k. So technically you failed. But when is failure not actually failure? When do you need to accept it? And when do you maybe need to redefine it completely? Because Mm. it's not actually failure. Because for example, and I'm just going to put this out there right now, five-year goals your life changes in five years. The person you are five years from now is not the person you are today. Things have changed between now and then. So your five-year goals need to adapt with you. Um, and I, yeah, this is just something that I really wanted to talk about because I have a feeling that a lot of people see themselves as failures from time to time when they are not. Um, and it's, you know, a little bit of reframing can help you change that. Totally. Oh, this is such a great topic. I mean, my, like my initial first thought, like as a guy who fails at everything all the time, is that like, and I remind myself of this in the same way as I remind my kids of this too, which is that like, hey, look, fam, if everything was easy, n- nothing would matter. Like, right. we, like of, co- of course we fail at stuff. Otherwise, things like expertise and experience would be meaningless. We'd all just pick up whatever and do anything, anytime. And what, what fun is there in that? Um and, and and so I I I like what you said about reframing because I I think to me failure implies this sense of sort of like absoluteness like mm-hmm. there was a thing and then you either then there, it's like a binary outcome of either success or failure yeah and, and I think that that's actually very rarely the case I mean okay look if you're you know getting to the line at the Olympics. And you've got one shot to like run to that bar and jump over it. Okay. You know, namaste. If you don't make that jump, I, I guess maybe that's a sense of failure. Although I don't like the, you know, the, the negative implications of the word, but for the purpose of this conversation, that's the word we'll use, I guess. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of cases, you probably have another shot. Like you, yeah. you're probably like, you, you're probably going to have an, an, another go at it. So, I, I I try and remember to use these opportunities where I do not succeed um, to think about what it was that I actually didn't succeed at. So, yeah. so like when maybe, maybe a dumb example, but like if I stand up and give a presentation at work and the presentation doesn't go well, did I not succeed at giving the presentation or is it maybe that I was not very successful in preparing or was I not very successful in determining what the right content should even be? Or was I not successful in having the right audience or was I not successful in setting the audience expectations? There's, I think it's very simplistic to say that presentation didn't go well. I really failed at that presentation as opposed to stepping back and say, well, what, 
what actually didn't I succeed at? And picking apart maybe what the source of the failure was so that I can learn and um, apply that to, you know, my next shot. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with all of these things, you know, it's shades of gray, isn't it? It's not black versus white where, uh, you know, you you definitely, yes, definitely no. Um, it's it's all about looking, you know, where where have I come from? Where am I going? Um, and, uh, you know, what what can I learn from all of this um, as, I've, as I've done it? And, and, you know, what can I see now that I couldn't see before? Because, you know, pick a 5K run at the end of the 5K run, um, you know, say you ran four and a half K and then you broke your ankle. Mm. Well, you still ran four and a half K and you maybe learned that those running shoes weren't good for you. So that you need to spend some time doing some recovery, some physiotherapy and pick out some new running shoes or something. Uh, you know, there, there's always things that we can learn from this and, and, and look back. You know, you don't know uh, what's around the corner. You know, life is always going to change. Um, and I think, you know, that that's something that, you know, people end up missing at times, you know, because we get so caught up in, you know, five years ago, I defined these goals for myself. I was going to have this, I was going to have that. And then if you look at it, it's, you know, you, you said, yeah, I was going to have this, but you also thought that things were going to be different. And especially, you know, bigger goals over the last couple of years, well, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen some significant changes there because, you know, life has been so different over the last 18 months to what any of us could have expected, um, you know, and things are getting back to normal to an extent. But yeah, everything has changed. So being able to, you know, take a step back from your own life. And I know this is very difficult to do. Um, and, you know, pretending to have an out-of-body experience is, is pretty crazy. Um, but sometimes, you know, sitting back with a glass of something nice, um, you know, some nice snacks and just looking at things and going, hey, you know what? I actually have done very well here. This isn't failure. This is a success, but different to what I expected because different doesn't mean you failed. It means that you got something different. Uh, absolutely. I, I think what's interesting too, um, as, as I think about what you said about the running example of of making you know four point five out of five k, or my example of you know giving a presentation at work, is that a lot of times I think the thing that I focus on as the measurement of success is actually kind of a weird abstraction of the thing that I actually care about. So, in the in like in the running example, is the point. Is the goal really to run 5K or is the goal to be a better runner or be my best physical self? Yeah. Um, and so if I if I look at it through that sort of outcome lens as opposed to, you know, through the very specific lens of did I do the 5K, um, I think that becomes a very interesting way of evaluating degrees of success in a lot of ways. So my, my presentation at work example, maybe the the maybe the point wasn't really to give it the best presentation. The point was to get these five people to agree to X. So whether the presentation goes well in my eyes or not, you know, did I achieve that outcome? You know, maybe the presentation doesn't go well and maybe those five people don't, don't agree with the, the point that I was trying to make. Okay. Now I have to take another swing at it, but uh, at least now I am focused less on the action that I was, you know, evaluating yes. perhaps and getting a sense of failure from and more from the outcome that it, that I'm really working towards, which is, you know, a, a agreement. And so now I can step back and say, OK, um, I, I need to remember 
why I'm doing why I'm doing the thing I'm doing. And yes. so I'm not going to get hung up on the success or failure of that thing I'm doing. I'm going to get hung up on the progress towards that level of outcome. And even this perceived failure um, can be a step towards because now I know something that I didn't know before, right? I, I stood up, I <laughs> did a terrible presentation, but now I know some things that I didn't know before that presentation started, either about myself or about my audience or about what happened. So progress. Yes, it's absolutely this, you know, getting, um, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? And you get so obsessed on this is my little mini milestone. I've recently been looking at the GTD horizons of focus um, again and going through and trying to redefine some of them. Um, And it's, you know, what you do is you start high level and then you break it down and down and down and down and down until you get to what is my next action right now? But you need to look back up. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's the whole thing. You know, we're not just looking at the thing right in front of us. We can be a horse with blinders on, you know, for a week. But then at the end of the week, we have our weekly review. At the end of the month, we have our monthly review. At the end of the year, we have our yearly review. Um, and probably we should have a five yearly review at the end of the year as well, because guess what? What happened this year is going to affect the next four years. Um, and maybe you need to change those goals. Um, so, you know, being able to focus is great. Sometimes you need to unfocus and take that step back. Um, and it is, you know, so tempting, so tempting to get bogged down in the, um, you know, one at a time um, thing of I'm just going to do this and this and this and I have to do this because I have to do this. No, no, no. You're doing this to achieve that. Um, and if the that has changed, well, does this matter? Mm-hmm. You know, that, and that's the other thing, you know, say, for example, um, you know, you you were planning on launching your own business by the end of the year and you didn't launch your own business by the end of the year. Well, technically that's a failure. But if actually you spent a chunk of time, you know, trying to figure out, okay, so can I actually make this work on my own or do I need a, a partner for this? Um, and, you know, say something's changed with how you're planning on doing things. That's not a failure anymore. That is a I, I, I didn't achieve this by the original date because of these other reasons. It's not making an excuse. It is a reason, an explanation. There's a difference, okay? You're not a four-year-old. You have a reason for doing this. Um, so, you know, looking at it from that way as well, um, you know, and if, if you, you know, if like me, you spend a chunk of that time looking at it going, oh, yeah, you know, I'd really like to do this. Oh, yeah. But if I do that, then that means I have to do that and that and that. And then this gets complicated. Actually, you know what? I don't think I want to do that. Well, that's that's totally OK. Not making a decision is sometimes the way to progress forwards by saying, no, I'm not going to do this right now. M- not making a decision is not a failure. It's maybe not a success, but it's m- close is more akin to a success than it is akin to a failure. That's such a good point. I I really like what you said about the horizons of focus thing too, right? And and the the, the building a business thing. That's a, that's another great example, right? Is if if you don't make a business, okay, that's unfortunate. But what was doing that in service of? You know, were were you were you attempting to become more financially independent? Were you trying to uh, build or invent something new? And 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 again, like going through that abstraction process, did you make progress towards those kinds of outcomes? Maybe perhaps in other ways you did. So rather than, again, rather than getting hung up on that particular success indicator, there may be other things to look at. And I I, I also liked 
how you brought up the horizons of focus thing, because one of the things that I think I do not do well enough and, and, and should, because weekly review and, and, and so on, is that, you know, we have these different horizons and there's this, the one which is, you know, your, your 10,000 foot, I think your projects or your commitments here are the things that you're going to do. And mm-hmm. those map up to yep. like a, a more 20,000 foot, uh, you know, areas of responsibility, uh, you know, things, areas or components of your life that um, you want to manage or exist or be in certain ways. And I think we use those to define what our actions therefore should be. You know, if I'm going to have this project you know, to accomplish, you know, this sort of thing. Well, then I'm going to have to call so-and-so and email this other person and research that and build that. Great. And then as you go through that task list, it's it's very easy, I think, for me to get caught in the going through of that task list without, you know, you need to do that backwards mapping, like you said, to say, okay, well, hang on, I, I didn't do this thing successfully. It maps to this project. That's why I'm doing it. But then it further maps you know, this, this this area of my life that I want to be in a certain way. And I don't think we have necessarily like the time or capacity to be existential about why we're writing every email we write. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I think that there is value in when there are times for reflection or something that's worth reflecting about, doing that step back, like you said, to think, well, you know, maybe I failed at this. But maybe there is another way or, or maybe I failed at this um, and I should have failed at that because that's not something I'm good at. I shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. Um, someone else should have done that. Mm-hmm. Or, of course, I failed that, that that was destined to fail. It wasn't actually a great solution because the purpose, intent or outcome that I'm actually driving towards is something else or 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 or. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think taking that time to to be reflective and walk back, not just from the the action, but look at the commitment that that, um, that that action maps to and the area of your life that that commitment maps back to also is a really good play because it can help you reframe perhaps why something failed yeah. or perhaps um, how you could um like like you said, Rose, reframe it, or perhaps you know cancel it and, or replace it or abandon it. You know, maybe I failed at something because I didn't actually really try, because I actually really don't care. And so, why am I still doing this thing? There are a lot of reasons why why failure can happen, and yeah. I, and I think the attractive means for me is that like failure happens because I just didn't do good enough. Okay, well. Maybe, but that's not particularly constructive and it's not very informative either. Like what, what didn't I do good enough at and why? Um, Those are, those are better questions. And so I think taking the time to, to scratch below the, I didn't do good enough um, is important, but I struggle with that because I get hung up on the good enough part. Yes. Yes. That is the thing. Um, And, you know, I think all of this ends up feeding forwards and backwards, right? You know, so I failed at this thing today. Well, just because I failed at one tiny little pebble, you know, in in the great mountain of my goals does not mean that I can't achieve this. But if I'm seeing a consistent pattern of, I feel like I'm doing really, really badly at this, then that's, you know, that's a time to reflect and say, you know, maybe 
I'm failing at this because I don't believe in myself. That is entirely possible. I have done that to myself so many times you would not believe. I don't believe that I can do it, therefore I, I can't do it and I fail at it. Whereas if I had believed in myself, I am sure I could have done it. Um, you know, I used to do this all the time in sports at school. I thought I was bad at sports and I hated sports. You know what? I'm naturally tall. Um, and so that actually seriously helped me with running. Um, but I, you know, didn't believe in myself until I nearly broke my ankle doing hurdles. And then it turned out I actually did the next time. But either way, that's a story for another time. But, you know, if you're <laughs> consistently failing at things, that's when you should probably look at it and go, OK, why? OK, there, there is a reason for this. Is it because I'm judging myself too harshly? Is it because I'm not setting myself up for success? You know, I'm failing continually at my new habit of going running every day. Well, why is that? Well, I don't like running. Okay, well, what is the actual big goal here? The goal is to be fit and healthy. Well, do I don't have to run to be fit and healthy. I could do something else instead. Let's try swimming. Oh, hey, look, look at that swimming stuck. So you weren't failing at being fit and healthy. You were just failing at the running because you didn't really like it. But that's not a bad thing. You know something better about yourself now. So actually, overall, this is leading towards a fitter and healthier you because you know something more about yourself. Um, and, you know, it's a combination of looking at things, reframing things, getting a bit of a different perspective, sometimes putting on some rose-tinted glasses um, so that you you know, you know look at yourself with it with a kinder view because failure is depressing. Let, let's face it, you know, knowing that you fail completely and utterly feels terrible, absolutely awful. Um, but trying to find a way to frame it where you now have something positive to look at is always a good thing. You know, it's it's not to say that, you know, we, we should cover up our mistakes and our failures and um, in, in, you know, little good things that we found because, you know, that, that you can't do that with everything. But saying, OK, so technically this was a failure, but because of this now, that that's where things come in interesting. Um, and, you know, I, I also think, you know, the horizons of focus, when you, when you look at horizon five or what was 50,000 feet, um, you know, purpose and principles there was change, you know, what, what my life purpose and principles are that, you know, they will naturally evolve as you age, as you're exposed to new things and more interesting things, as you meet new people. Um, and so, you know, you, you cannot be a static person. If you were a static person, you would be incredibly boring. You probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, let's face it, because everything would be perfect about your life because you would know exactly mm. what it is that you need to do and that would be it. Done. Thank you very much. Um, so, um, you know, by, by being a normal human being, we have successes, we have failures, um, but just because your immediate gut instinct is that something is a failure does not mean it actually is a failure. Right. It becomes it becomes a trigger point for us to say like well okay so what's the next action here? Yes. Right? So yes. so yeah. So 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 what do we do now? I th I think the other the other dimension that I that I like to think about a lot with these sorts of things is, um, uh, perhaps the the golf versus hockey, um, teamism. I, I, is that is that too Canadian? Maybe. Or, yes, uh, I think or, it is. Something? I have no okay. idea what you're talking about here, Scotty. Okay, sorry. Golf, golf versus football, and you can interpret that whatever way you like internationally because it works for the metaphor. So with with golf, it's you and a ball and a club, and you're not really playing against other people so much. It, you're playing yourself, and and you will you will su succeed or you will fail in accordance with what you do. Right. Right. You have absolute control over how things go. Um, so that 
your success or failure in in an arena where that is the kind of work that you are doing, where it's it is literally you against yourself. Um, that's that's one way of looking at things. Or in a team sport, there are other factors involved. There are opponents and there are teammates and there are people that you pass to and people who pass back to you um, or people who are trying to impede your progress or help your progress and so on. And I think yeah. I think that that is much more frequently the context under which work occurs. Um, very few things get done in isolation. Right. Um, uh, it, whether whether it's a, a you know a manager that you've got to um, uh, appease or please or 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 work with or a peer or a teammate or someone whose approval you need or uh, someone who is a client or someone who you're trying to sell to there are most oftentimes other humans involved that will be the measure or or, or uh, certainly an influence on your degree of success. Yeah. And so in those uh, multi-human situations, I think it, is, it bears a lot of value to where you can and in safe spaces um, as part of reflection processes, engage with those other people to say, hey, so I don't think that went really great. Um, what did I miss? What could yeah. we have done differently? Because I would I would argue that, you know, I'll, I'll use my, again, my silly like work presentation example I could get up and say the exact same words um, in with the exact same content with different levels of preparedness and therefore sound different and therefore have different degrees of su- success in different scenarios. Yes. Um, so, so in that case, it's not, it's not me against myself. It's me against other people who are judging and, and um, assessing you know, how confident they are in me based on how confident I am in myself, picking up on what you said, Rose. Yeah. So, uh, so how I, um, go through that reflection process, I think often has to include other people, uh, that I can bring in who I can ask. And I mean, I I can be uh, like wide open with some in, in safe spaces to say, you know what, that went very poorly and I don't know why, and please help. Yes. Whereas other people I might not be so safe with. And so I'd say, um, I feel like that presentation probably left some room for improvement. Um, I would like to, you know, achieve the following things. Um, how might we move forward from here to try and make progress on that? Um, yes. the, the, you, you can frame questions in appropriate ways based on who you're talking to and what your relationship is with them. Uh, the big thing that I'm saying here, though, is that is that other people... Uh, should probably be consulted as part of um, that, that that reflection process. And it may also be, too, uh, that they have a different perspective on what the degree of success or failure was in a given instance based on their perception or their interpretation of, of um, the work that was provided or the events that occurred or the things that happened. Um, uh, and so uh, do not necessarily trust yourself as you know, recognize that you are one data point in terms of assessing success and failure, um, in in and seeking that kind of feedback uh, and perspective from others is, is going to be really really useful. Yes, other people can definitely see things that you can't. Um, one thing that brings this to mind for me, uh, which is a show I'm sure most people have watched. If you haven't, I'd highly recommend it, even if you don't like football or soccer for the Americans is Ted Lasso. There's a lot of great life lessons in there, like believing in yourself, passing to other people, um, be a goldfish, you know, 
forget things that hurt you um and and so on um and the, yeah what you what you said there really brought ted lasso into my head i don't know why there's no one particular episode just the whole thing um you know it, i didn't mean good. to but you're right there that's, that's, that's i mean that's a that that would have been a great segue now everybody there's your homework assignment go watch ted lasso yeah because uh, season two is is just about here um so i uh, yeah it's um but yeah there 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 is so much you should you can do and uh, definitely asking other people and other people's criteria for success I think is something that we should definitely take to mind we are much harsher at judging ourselves than other people are okay mm-hmm. other people will be much nicer at judging you and it's so easy to get caught in a downward negative spiral um, of things um, when when you're just looking at things yourself with no outside perspective that that you know, that's what happens. Um, and somebody else looking at things and saying, hey, you know, actually, you did really well at this. These were the points that were really good. Uh, and these were the points where you can maybe use some improvement is great. And I know sometimes it's a bit difficult, you know, who can I trust with this? You know, who should I who should I ask um, for, for this kind of feedback? Um, and sometimes it's obvious, um, you know, who, who you want to talk to and who you need to talk to. Sometimes it's not so obvious. But if there's somebody you can ask, you should ask, um, would would be my suggestion. You know, even if you don't necessarily feel like it's a super trusted relationship, the only way you're going to build that trust and therefore be able to get more feedback is by asking for it in the first place. Um, you know, somebody's got to take the first step. Um, so, uh, hopefully that can be you. Um, and, uh, yeah, building from there and then, you know, learning from that, but yeah, definitely getting somebody else to judge you. Um, lots of air quotes on that, um, is, I I would say, you know, I wouldn't say it's critical, but I would say it's, it's a good reminder of, um, you know, how much kinder we should be to ourselves. Um, because Mm. at the end of the day, Failure is not always failure. We don't live in a black and white world. We live in a world where everything is shades of gray. Um, and, you know, what we want to do um, may change. And so therefore something that was in the shadow might come into the light and therefore actually be a much better thing. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's only you that can look back and say, actually, yeah, I feel good about this. And that's what it's about, you know, looking at things and just because you failed doesn't mean you have to feel bad about it. It's true. I mean, a lot of times it, it isn't failure at all. It's just success you haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Yeah, that is exactly right, Scotty. I love that. I love that. Right. Well, I think, Scotty, you've just you've ended the episode for us there. That's, that's This episode perfect. is a su- success. Uh, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, so, yeah. In the meantime, if, uh, you know, if this was your first time listening to Nested Folders and you want to find more, then nestedfolderspodcast.com, uh, where there's also a contact form and you can send us feedback there. Or you can send us feedback on Twitter at Nested Folders. Um, and of course, um, if you would like to support the show, we would love that. Nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. In the meantime, Scotty, where can people find you? Uh, I can be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com or also by the same name on Twitter at heyscottyj. Uh, how about you, Rose? What about uh, what about you? Where are you at? Uh, I'm over at rosemaryorchard.com or the username rosemaryorchard on micro.blog and Twitter. Awesome. Goodbye, everyone.